Hello, everyone. Welcome again to Speak Her Box podcast. And this is collection two where we have a special guest. I'm super excited for Denise. He's like my spiritual advisor. Um, he's funny. Yeah. He has a wealth of knowledge. Um, his vibe is so cool. He's a New Yorker. And you know, New Yorkers is just straight, 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 straight shooters. shooters. Yeah, straight shooters. Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't just say New Yorkers. I would like to say DC is like that East Coast. Let's just say right. East yeah, Coast. I, I agree with you. East Coast is a like straight shooter kind of. They give that direct energy. Yeah, something Not we, like LA. Right, Not like where we at. You know? <laughs> and that's what Denise might bring up. We're gonna ask them, what's wrong with these fools out here in LA? Is there something in the spirits, the sky that has LA a little wonky? You know. Oh, well, we're just gonna blame everything on retrograde. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's true she be messing things up sometimes so but i'm really really excited um he's an interfaith minister let's welcome denichi lazluzi yes so welcome my tribe denichi interfaith minister think, yeah he's our denichi. tribe <laughs> and you need to learn how to share <laughs> yes sharing is caring Thank you. Thank you for joining us, taking the time. You're super, super, Denise is super, super busy. Um, so we're so grateful for him to take this time out and just speak to us and our audience and to you guys. Um, you do quickly, we introduced you as an interfaith minister, but do you want to add mm -hmm. to it? Yeah. I'm going to let the world know who, who you are. are. Yep, yep. All right, let me let y'all know. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> no, but basically what I do, I'm an interfaith minister. I've been studying uh, various occult modalities and methodologies for, I'm going to say, how old am I again? I'm going to say about 10 years or so. Um, so I, I studied interfaith ministry in, in college. Um I got my um, my certification or my degree in Interfaith Institute, um, and also basically I do Reiki as well, uh, <laughs> crystal healing. I study Vedic astrology, which is a different form of astrology than mainstream culture is introduced to, which you guys know I've done some readings before. Um, basically, I also do a little bit of numerology. I've studied Kabbalah, Hebrew Kabbalah, which is one of the oldest um, schools of, of thought in terms of mysticism and bringing it into the Western world from the Eastern Plains. Um, so basically what I found is that all of the roads lead to the same direction. It's just what happens is things get lost in interpretation. And it's like he said, she said, and then eventually the story has changed. The characters have changed. Mm -hmm. So why I chose interfaith is because it really allowed me to bridge those links between cultures that really need to be addressed. And then when I went further and further back, my journey took me towards uh, Israel, Jerusalem. It took me towards, you know, Kemet, Egypt. Well, today we know it as Egypt, but Kem from the word alchemy, the land of magic. So, and if you go even further back, you go to India, you know, with about six, six to 7,000 years ago, where astronomers used to look at symbols. They used to read the sky. They used to read the stars. And as they read the stars, things were revealed to them. You know, these bodies of intelligences used to communicate with us back then. It's kind of like how today people know which mushrooms to eat or, or which plants to smoke. It's right. because there was a level of intelligence that 
the sky and the earth had with us. This is taught in shamanism today. But I love interfaith because I can bridge the gap between Christianity, Hinduism. I could show you Islam. I can show you how like they all met at one point, like they were all distant relatives, you know, who are telling the same story, essentially, how the sky, how, how stars can be translated. And my teacher, Dr. Rakesh Kumar of the Ishwar Center, um, he taught me how to correctly um, map people's charts, blueprints of a person's chart, which will essentially show you your destiny, why you're here, for what reason. It shows you your karma. Mm -hmm. It shows you the powers that be, what you need to work on, and certain forces that you need to work with. I also worked with the the Golden Dawn, um, which is a Rosicrucian order um, some years ago, and I learned about ceremonial magic and um, Solomonic magic, which is how I learned about the seals of Solomon and how to range the tree of life. But then again, that wasn't enough for me. My soul is one that needs to keep exploring because the spirit is just sort of trapped in a body, you know? There's so much vastness in time and space. And I think it's our innate nature to seek. Those who seek will find, you know? So... That's pretty much my journey has led me towards as far as India and, and Israel and even Samaria because I found these these gaps. Sorry, that was a long introduction. No, 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 that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you just really want the people to understand, you yeah. know, because uh, mm-hmm. I would say, the you know, people don't really understand what interfaith really is right. or sometimes how the spiritual even connects or relates or, to some, you know, yeah. complements yeah, yeah. even the religions that we come from, right, you right. know, or that we practice. So that was a really great briefing right. for everyone. And it's good because you can speak on this collect this episode is about um health and mental wellness and how we can check in with ourselves and doing some self care. And so we personally wanted you on here because I feel like having a spiritual advisor is a great self care checking in moment. Someone that can speak to the different spiritual levels, whether whatever whatever religion you choose or right. not to choose. I believe you should always have a spiritual advisor. Yes. And you know, interview audition your spiritual advisors because one might not work. So right. I we just mm-hmm. wanted to have you on to kind of like bridge that gap and and make it and explain it to why is it okay to have to venture into spirituality a little bit more well well thank you the thing is thanks for having me the (laughs) thing is what i wanted to say is um Basically, you can go two ways with this because I know people are also what we call spiritual junkies. They're like, I need a new reading. I need a reading. I need a reading. (laughs) These are people. These are people who look outside so much for the answers. They don't realize that it's all within them anyway, you know? So it's okay to start with a mentor or a guide or someone who you look up to or revere or someone who has a background in these things. But it's also good to seek professional help too. You know, um, it's good to, to look at things uh, subjectively so that you're not so heavily in, immersed in it yourself. This is why I tell people don't do readings for yourself because you're going to drive yourself crazy. There's a inter, <laughs> there's like a inter there's like a intercoalition going on between your subconscious, your superconscious, your conscious, your egoic self that is all involved in reading. Mm-hmm. So see, dealing with someone who has like 
really have, has done the meditations, has gone through the levels of initiation, who understand things from multitudes of perspectives, that's somebody you want to see. How can you tell? You basically can see how their background is, what they've done. Because a lot of people talk. I notice a lot of people talk a lot of crap, you know, yeah. but not many people do it. I'm, I'm really action-oriented. I, I go into the rituals. I'll do the ceremonies. I'll test it out. I'll see for myself. And self-exploration is the most important. That is your individual connection with God beyond all things. A reader's job is to really is to really bridge people together with their higher selves. Because mm -hmm. your higher self that exists with every living being in this world, your higher self is always connected to God. Mm -hmm. That's what we're taught in Kabbalah. You know, it's like, <clears throat> if you study the Metunetir faith a little bit, they talk about the divisions of the soul, like the mm -hmm. Ak, the Ba, the Ka. Mm -hmm. One is like the higher self, one is the auric self. In Kabbalah, similarly, they talk about different divisions of the soul as well. They just call it like the Nahash, the Neshama, the Ruah. Mm -hmm. There are portions of your soul which need to understand themselves. For this reason, we come to earth. We continue this sequence of reincarnation over and over and over until we reach communication with that higher self. And then we figure out, oh, this... This is a necessary simulation. All this stuff that you go through in your life, all the pain that you experience in your life, the suffering, mm -hmm. this is all part of your journey so that you can learn why, what the grand plan is. But it's like everybody's born with a unique book of life and everybody's rule book is different. This is why there's so many different religions because these great philosophers are all trying to explain something profound that they experience. Right. But then you get politics involved with it and then mm -hmm. it turns a beautiful philosophy into a standardized religious practice that if you don't fall in line, you're going to die. Look at the atrocities that happen in the world mm -hmm. due to standardized practice this is why even education systems fail because it's based on a rubric of one person or a group of people who have done it so right. they expect everybody to fall in line mm -hmm. the religion religion and spirituality they're like at odds with one another but they were never meant to be separate right. it's just <laughs> some people do require religion some people need a guide or a minister or or rabbi or or a, a priest or imam or something this is okay the only problem is religion spirituality is meant to enhance your awareness and your perception to spirit that's what it's for so eventually i even in, inspire my students i tell them well you could come to me that's cool i appreciate you mm -hmm. but eventually i want you to go to yourself Right. And they're like, what do you what do you mean? <laughs> Be because the self knows, but it's mm -hmm. stop. It's it's basically convincing them to stop questioning themselves. That everything you seek is also seeking you yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I mean, I I've, I went through a lot of experiences in my life. I, I've. Um, have many backgrounds. Mm -hmm. My dad is a like Orisha practitioner. He studies the Ifa faith. Uh -huh. My mom is a Jehovah's Witness. I don't know how that worked <laughs> out. How did they have? Can tell us more? Jehovah Witness and a uh, Orisha uh, Ifa. Like mm -hmm. so, he's up here feeding the chickens and doing his, uh, you know, feeding his Orishas, and she's like. 
I, it's like hello i mean i was i was i was raised with my mom in in what they say the truth is and that's their connection to god that's beautiful you know it's just i'm i'm not really a joiner per se you know i'm not like because i feel like once you convert to one thing you sort of like you 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 encapsulate yourself you put yourself in a box it's like you're like okay i'm gonna close this box and that's what i am and yep. then you're defined as that there's yeah. no more there's no more space for expansion yeah. so my mom tried yeah. to raise me and it didn't work out you know i'm a middle child of seven my mom and dad been together since they were 14 and 16. my dad started his practice my mom went her own way but they still loved each other right. of course it was a little chaotic growing up in a household where one is telling you monotheism and the other one is telling you polytheism yeah. <laughs> like, what do i do <laughs> you know so you know i guess that's what really enabled me to expand myself then when i was 14 15 16 i lived with a asian family a cambodian family mm. and that's when i really learned about buddhism and eastern indoctrination and and hinduism and i learned about mantra and things like that this this was amazing my dad's religion was all about goats and yeah. <laughs> goats and chickens and 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 orisha and things like that which i found amazing those are elemental forces mm -hmm. but they're no different they're no different than saying planetary forces those are also elemental forces that govern over our destiny mm -hmm. and i think the west africans the people specifically in benin or or ghana or nigeria or yoruba land today i think that they were trying to explain these cosmological forces and then they identified them as beings orisha or humans who attained a high level of spiritual awareness who gained power right mm -hmm. so they became the orishas but you can how i see orishas is how i see planets mm -hmm. just like how i see christianity i think me personally right. i think jesus is the sun right. and i think the 12 tribes represent the 12 astrological signs and i think it's the same story they're just telling it to you differently mm -hmm. and you know yeah yeah, yeah. i definitely can see that yeah, yeah. So while you brought up the planets and the the thing, can you talk a touch talk a little bit on right now COVID was hard on everybody, especially mostly, most people. So um we know people have been struggling. Some struggle, people, I don't think struggle is the word. Like there was a struggle. That's an understatement, girl. That's <laughs> I think some some people unfortunately like, you know, committed suicide and just a lot of death. Um, can you talk about like the astrology? Yes, absolutely. That, yeah, affects the mm -hmm. mind, affects the body, and this why we gonna... must always check in. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I, I I'd love to. This is like this is what I do. This is this is what I, I try to. I seek to try to answer. I know you've gotten even busier since COVID in the pandemic. Oh my God. I went completely independent. I was reading for three holistic bookshops, three, three on places I was reading for actually. And I, I went completely independent mm -hmm. after um, March. What was it? No, sorry. The end of February, <clears throat> I just we came back from Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. We witnessed it. It was crazy. We were like, yeah. You where, was in where, Arizona. Where are you with Hanzo? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, so that happened accidentally, actually. That wasn't even <laughs> supposed to happen. Two years ago, you see, everybody has an inner guide, right? So we all have a guide. We don't always listen to it, but it talks to us, whether it be in dreams or through um, numbers or through synchronicities. We always have that that speaks to us. 
So anyway, it, it, through dreams, um, I kept getting these weird visions since 2016, 17, and 18. I, I kept seeing, I kept seeing um, New York underwater, and I get on some kind of surfboard and I surf my way out of New York City to the Midwest. And I'm like, why do I keep having this dream? This is weird. It, it's kind of like the day after tomorrow or something, you know, like. It was weird. So um, <laughs> long story short, I was in, um, I happened to be in um, Vegas, like I mentioned, January. Then I came back February. And then I went to the, the bookshops that I was working at. And they told me you were going to have to start closing down, blah, blah, blah. Then when March came, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I have all these clients through these centers. I might as well like take them with me and then like start my business from home. I think God is telling me this is it. Because I had just finished seven years working for Namaste Bookshop, Om Shanti, and I was working in Chinatown Soup. My, my friend, she also has a, a business down in Chinatown as well, where it's an art gallery. And then Om Shanti and uh, Namaste Bookshop used to work together. Then for some reason, they separated. I used to work in all three places. It was nice. It was fun. And I missed seeing people from time to time. But this was good this was god saying you're gonna be all right just do your thing i gave these premonitions then um i had a friend who lived in arizona she said you should come over so i went to sedona then i went to her hometown in tucson and then i ended up staying there for five months just living in different hotels yeah it was amazing (laughs) it was so cool (laughs) so this this is it now going back to what you had asked me you asked me about planets because i tend to go off in tangents because I get really excited when I'm talking. So part of me (laughs) must be my ADHD, but (laughs) 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 But hey, I, Hey, I I accept it, whatever, you know, whatever. Indigo child, the crystal child, you know, all these different, these are just new wave children or new children of the new era who are bringing changes. So going, going back to the subject of planets, planets have, a large role to play in the human evolution, partially because they symbolize the bodies of God. Whoa, what do I mean by that? So according to ancient books like the Hebrew Sefer Yetzirah, it's called the book of the book of creation. It said that God's body was made up in nine different parts. Okay. And in, in uh, Indian astrology, it's believed that there's nine grahas or nine planets. Mm-hmm. Even in Viking mythology, they talk about these nine worlds from that are formed from the tree of life known as the Yggdrasil or whatever. So you go into all these things, whatever, you're going to see the connections. In any case, these parts of God's body are known as the planets. And the planets symbolize things like your skeletal system, your brain, your blood, your relationship to your brothers and sisters, your pancreas, your liver, your major organs, your mom, your dad, how many kids you're going to have. Planets can show you this depending on where they are in your chart. So when you're born, you get what's called your rising sign. The rising sign is where you were in in the world so the rising sign changes so aries rising taurus rising um virgo rising gemini rising blah 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 it goes all around my order was off there sorry about that Mm -hmm. so basically the rising sign shows you where your clock of fate starts then you have planets of death known as pluto Mm -hmm. or saturn a planet of karma planet of death why 20 uh, 2019 was so big with the whole COVID situation was because every 700 years, 
major events happen in the world. So the American Revolution, um, the Viking invasions, mm -hmm. the 95th thesis of Martin Luther. You'll see different like um, <clears throat> revolts and revolution, the French Revolution, the Renaissance, the Black Plague, right? These things happen every time two major planets came together. Saturn and Pluto, the planets of karma and death. Oh, wow. When they, yeah, guess what? Janu um, pardon me, January, March, January, March. In March, I'm going to say the end of February into March, Saturn, Pluto, the sun, all these major planets, Mercury, they all merge together. When these two planets touch, it creates catastrophe, huge catastrophe. And, and it was in the sign of Capricorn. In, in Western astrology, they say it's Aquarius, but I don't believe that for certain reasons. Saturn is the planet that rules over darkness, right? Also, the Black Lives Matter movement started, which I find interesting how it lined up. Capricorn is a sign that represents the knees, big business, policing. It represents um, governments and the workforce. So that's all Capricorn. Pluto, the planet of death, moved into the sign of Capricorn between February and March. Look what happened. This yeah. freaking virus, Corona. And then shortly after, the Black Lives Matter movement hit too. You see? See, so all these things are relative even to what's before going that, on. Uh, even before that, Kobe's death yeah. was like uh, all the people were. Impacted. Yeah, and, and a lot of there, a lot of deaths. Death, that was, yeah. but that was a one of the ones that impacted almost everybody across the world. Yeah. Like so, it's all these big things. Mm -hmm. that George mm -hmm. Floyd's death impacted people it's across the world. Yeah. So it was like all these we deaths that were happening. Yeah, that's right. And things that were just not just in America, but across the world. So that's all planets that are. Those are all planets. Mm -hmm. The sign of the sign that the sign that um, creates that sound of Jupiter and Sagittarius is a cuh sound. So notice how the sound Kobe Bryant or COVID nineteen. See, oh. so you can even see sounds. The Hebrew alphabet is brilliant because the, in according to the ancient tree of life, you can literally map out sounds with the with the hebrew alphabet and planets it's wild like like the sound venus for instance is like a v or u the sound jupiter is like a k sound so jupiter pluto saturn they were all moving together producing that k sound so that's interesting a little eerie too because planets have sounds right like that's a little out there how do we know that we know that because in ancient times I told you, intelligence used to communicate with intelligence. So there are certain things that were lost to mankind, lost to humanity, that were kept within secret orders and organizations. Who knew this knowledge? The one percenters know this knowledge. <laughs> they just don't want to give it to people because God forbid you empower yourself. Oh, no. How awful would that be? Right. You know? Your aura is made of a multitude of planetary and cosmic energies. It's, a, it's an oscillation of atoms, right? So it's like, protons neutrons and, and electrons dancing in a wave based upon how your how your hormones are functioning how your brain chemistry is functioning how the planets have impacted you on, on your birth so what i do i plant i um 
I plant seed syllable mantras into the air. So I literally chant mantras. You could burn incense because incense produces negative ions. There's a science behind this. Salts do produce negative ions. We need more negative ions. Where, is, where are negative ions found in nature? This is why everybody wants to go to nature when they're all erratic or they're losing control. People go to like um, mountains or like valleys or fields awesome because we need negative ions. Big cities produce an over access of positive uh, ions. So this is why people kind of like feel imbalanced. We need to find neutrality, you know, not too much positive, not too much negative. So mantras help to stabilize the ions in your aura, if that makes sense. Right. right. It's really cool. You can even wear gemstones. Like I usually wear a lot of gemstones, but I have them uh, charging on an energy grid, on a pad. It's a metallic pad. I know it sounds crazy. Um, but I have them charged in like holy water. And then I'm going to put them on later when I go out. And you can also use certain gemstones. Gemstones are talked about in the Bible, like the breastplate stones of the high priest of Israel. He had certain, Aaron had a breastplate stone known as the Hoshen. Mm -hmm. On the Hoshen, there were planetary gemstones on it. And in the Vedic scriptures, it talks about the use of herbs and mantras and also um, gemstones. So you can use gemstones to enhance planetary energies. Even if you read uh, the Karelian cameras, um, it, it takes a picture of your human aura. And it's been measured, literally, that your aura can change by using um, crystal frequencies. This is why people are like, this whole metaphysics movement is, is so wide right now. Have you noticed everybody getting stones and crystals? We're getting naturally stoned, you know? I, I, it's trending. It's, yeah. yeah, it's almost like trending, but, you know, but then again, we do want this trend to be yeah. a trend, but, yeah. but, then but people, do people really understand <clears throat> what it really is? Right, right. Finding the stone. I know, right? Yeah. Well, that's why you consult a Vedic astrologer or a numerologist. Um, they could see which gemstones work better for you or someone who could literally read auras. There are people who can read auras. You know, you could read a person's aura and tell them what they need to work with or which color they are. Essentially, what are crystals? Crystals are just, they're just um, quantified colors that are that grow in the earth that's all they are that's why they retain their consistency you know this is fascinating stuff it's born from the seven color spectrums roy g biv and then of course black and white mm -hmm. so nine in total that color that number nine again right. there are 99 names of allah and islam there are 72 names in the hebrew name yeah. of god nine again there, in in hinduism there's 108 mantras right. that you chant Right, one oh eight is a nine. Everything reduces to a nine. Right, um, that's all mathematics. There's there's a reason. So I do seed mantras like one for the sun, the moon, Mercury, Mars, Saturn, um, Pluto, Neptune, um, also you know Venus, things like that. So and when I do that, I feel really calm. Actually, it's about getting right with yourself. You know, it's because right. you right. attract how you are. Right. Yes, that's very yeah. important. Right. Right. I think one mm -hmm. of the key things that I did learn from Danichi while I was like going on my wellness journey is like, I remember you told me, like I was saying something like, this is just a bad, like bad or whatever. And you were like, wait, 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 wait. There's no such thing as good and bad. Like good and bad is like perspective. So there's no really a good person or a bad person. And so you have to mm -hmm. be careful when you say something is going bad or something, you, yeah. the way you talk and the mantras you say to yourself. So those yeah. are one of the main things that always stuck with me uh, that you have said. And I'm now more conscious about it when I'm in my moods or in my 
I have to do what I need to do to get my energy up to 100. It's like, just don't think I'm in a bad place or I'm having a bad day. Like, remove that, you know? Yeah, words are definitely... Remove it. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, you every the thing, the beautiful thing about emotions is is that they're all allowed to exist. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're allowed to be mad. You're allowed to be happy. You're allowed to be here. You know, one of my first teachers, Raymond Bory, taught me about the Course in Miracles. Brilliant book, and he always said that, you know, nothing true can nothing that is not God can exist. Right. So God exists within itself. Right. Interesting. So all of creation is already here. You know, <laughs> it's already experienced and right. it's experiencing itself through Fibonacci sequence and the pi ratio. But it's just it's just like an infinite possibilities. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like bad and good. Right. Mm-hmm. What about just a frequency and a distortion of that frequency? That's how I look at things. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, so in, for those of you who are musicians, it's really about waves and wavelengths. That's all it is. When a, dis- when a frequency is distorted, it doesn't sound as good. That doesn't mean it, it isn't made of the same notation. It's still the same note. It's just distorted. Similarly enough, this is how emotions work. We get distorted. We get, you know, out of, out of our cores, we lose our center. And this is why if we were to ask God for one thing in the world, it would be consistency. Mm-hmm. It's not for things. Oh, Lord. That's the number one thing I need to <laughs> it's, it's, You know, it's, not, it's something like I thought about for a while. I really thought about this in my meditations. People ask God for gold. You know, one of my friends told me, he was a mason. He goes, you know what God has become? G-O-D, gold, oil, and diamonds. I was like, wow. That's the perception of God because people are thinking that God is material, you know, or, oh, bless me with material. No, 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 no. My teacher, Raymond, also said one thing. I love this man. He's amazing. He said, do not ask the universe or spirit or Allah or Buddha or Krishna or whatever the ah is. Don't ask or Yahweh or Jehovah. Don't ask it for things. Don't ask it for money. Mm -hmm. Don't ask it for that. Just ask for what you want and be sincere about it with the sincerity of heart and devotion and your action because it's 50, you 50 God, you're going to have it. If if you really need it, you'll have it always. If you have lack mentality, meaning, oh, there's not enough because the people are looking at the world still like this, like a pyramid. Inverse that pyramid, you know, it's a feminine power, not a masculine power, you know. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) You see? So if you combine, look, if you combine it, look, you get the star of David, you see? So you get the seven points, because six points and the center is seven, seven days of the week, seven holes on the face, seven colors in a rainbow. God is playing games with us. We got to play games back. It's a joke. You know, God is always playing with us because we're too serious sometimes. Like, why so serious, right? <laughs> There's, that's why in, in, in the scripture it says, a righteous fool will inherit the kingdom. That's why in the tarot card, the first major arcana card is a fool card. Mm-hmm. Be like a fool, onto a fool. Jesus also says, a child will inherit the kingdom of heaven or 
childlike nature. Have fun with God. The problem is people are growing up and taking everything so seriously, like the weight of the world on their own shoulders. Relax. We're, we're doing this together. We're not doing this all by ourselves. When you, The moment you separate yourself from the vastness of that, that limitless power source, mm-hmm. you you sort of entangle yourself with the Lucifer current. The Lucifer current believes that it's separate from source. You see? Oh, so wow. that's what it is. That, that's falling away from source creation. We're made up of the same substance that everything is made up of, stars and matter and all that stuff. So it's like um, when you surrender, people talk about surrender a lot. But I don't think they really understand what it means. It doesn't mean surrender your self-respect or your self-worth or your self-value, but surrender the desire. Because even Buddha said that desire is the root of all evil and suffering. So even expectation is a form of desire. So don't have any expectations. Right. Just let, let it be. That's hard though. That's kind of hard because especially if you are, I think a, what is it, an empath or something? You are such a mm-hmm. giver. Mm-hmm. And you give, yeah, you give, give, give yourself. So you expect, you're like, oh, someone is always going to like come back. And it's never happened uh-uh. to me. Always this, this But I had to learn that, let that go. Yeah. Because I, I can't be drained. <laughs> <laughs> the, look, I'm not quoting scriptures on you, but there's a reason why the scripture says God, God loves a cheerful giver. I put this up on my story today. You're supposed to give because giving is natural. You have one hand to give, one hand to receive. But if you're giving, 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 and you're not learning how to receive, uh, there's an imbalance there. That's the problem. So it's not about good or evil or giving too much or not receiving enough. It's about you not being balanced enough. Like you have eye. to be open. My eye is exactly. The, yeah, yeah, she's the balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my eye. Exactly. Yeah. Like exactly like my aunt living virtuously. The problem with this world, the real problem is that everyone believes that they're more important. <laughs> Stop focusing on self-importance. That's Nobody, correct. you don't matter. I'm sorry, that sounds crazy, but you don't because you are one of the many of the billions, you see? And also you and the person in front of you is still God. Right. That's the crazy part. People who hurt you are still you. Whoa. Wow. You can't wrap themselves around. <laughs> you can't attract them unless you're them. This That's world works on a system of magnetism. Mm. Right? So the expectation I'm giving Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a lot. <laughs> right? So, That's like a lot. We got to have a whole segment of relationship a part with your kids. Part two when you come back. I have questions. Yo. <laughs> Yo, this is, it's real. It's real. It doesn't feel good. It sucks because you think to yourself, how could I have attracted that fool in my life? It's easy to say that. But, but how, where, where were you vibrating in yourself when you attracted them? Ah, right? Oh, is that why when you're no longer vibrating in that energy, the people just fall off? Yeah. yeah. Yes. There, there was a book that came out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and yo, let me tell you, let me tell you guys something really quick. You, like there was this, there was this book with that in mind. It's, it's to add on to what you, you guys are saying. There was a book that came out in 20, 20, 2001. It was called the Celestine prophecy. You ever read it? No, I never read it. Oh, okay. So this book came out, but because nine 11 happened, people got distracted from the book. That book was talking about energy. 
It was talking about bodies of consciousness. It was talking about twin flames. It was talking about um, twin flames. how people... Yup. It was talking about changes of density, how you exist in different states of consciousness and density, how you literally can vanish in front of your old peers because you're, you've evolved. So you no longer appear the same way before them. This book was crazy. Oh my God. And so, um, I recommend you look into it. The Celestine prophecy. It's talking about everything that's pretty much happening. The suppression of powers, how they don't want us to know certain things. When you correct yourself, when you evolve, you will no longer even um, have the same attachment you did to the people you attracted before. They'll see you in different light. You'll see them in different light. It's all about changing and alternating your perspective. That's what it's all about, you know? It's cool. Okay, right. so I have one more thing before we let you go. You had told me that me and mm-hmm. Nadia always find each other in, in lifetime. So are we going to find each other in the Because. Because <laughs> yeah, so, so, so. she had cool yeah, shit sometimes. She's cool sometimes. No. I mean, the cinematographer today was like, y'all could be cousins. I was like, yeah, we find each other every lifetime. He was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Of course you do. I mean, look, this is what I saw. So what I did, I pull, I pulled your chart up, right? And I looked up your chart and I saw her on your chart in your, in your future reading. So you can, there's an aspect of astrology, which enables you to look into the next life, which is a little eerie, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, to, to some, it might be a little creepy, but I think it's cool. I, How about this? I, Everybody you attract in this life is still going to follow you in the next life oh, damn it. because they come back we get the same test again this is not no no different tests different tests different people different tests same souls same souls different bodies okay okay different experiences so you attract your friends your family we'll find each other again yeah you guys i feel like you guys were i feel like you guys were siblings actually when i see you i'm like whoa sister energy whoa you know (laughs) Your, oh, wow. <laughs> how you guys laugh how you guys smile how you the, the tone of your voices are very similar and very similar you know frequency you guys are projecting it's interesting oh, oh sis mm-hmm. okay, this is me something different <laughs> <laughs> wait wait I was like no gang signs I'll just <laughs> 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 No gang signs. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, no gang signs. I saw the handshake. Hold on. <laughs> well, you know, we we from the big city. Yeah, yeah you know, you know. <laughs> no, maybe maybe we were mafia, right? You know, in our last right. Life. <laughs> right. We was probably both warriors. Right. They, they always Indeed. like yeah. We probably were just dynamic and over in right. every lifetime. I feel right. like you know. I agree. Not to toot our own horn, but That's I think absolutely. we some bad no. Yeah, some bad people, huh? <laughs> the, thing is, <laughs> the thing is, it's like you attract your soul tribe, right? So people who are working with you want what you want, but they also want what's best for you so that they understand that you guys are growing together. You see, you'll also have people who want to join the bandwagon to try to take from you and then run off somewhere else. And you're like, yo, what's up with you? Right. If you guys are concerned with like who to trust, who to be with, just see your results in life. Your results tell you everything. You know, you don't, people use words, but is it working for you? Mm -hmm. Going back to even to 
what we were talking about with religions. People talk a lot about what you should follow, what you shouldn't follow, but what works for you and your connection with spirit. Are you getting the results of clarity in your life? Are you truly happy? You know, are you manifesting your dreams, your money, your finances? Are things good around you? So then you shouldn't have to question anything. That's all. Or the people you're attracting because they're going to be okay. Yeah. And you're going to be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. As long as I have my sister with us. Yeah, we're going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Thank you. Is anything you wanted to say and get, tell our audience? And like, you know, this is a new podcast for us. Right. But us coming together, it just felt natural. And we, we are really appreciate you coming on and helping us. Oh, out. my pleasure. Like you're part yes. of the story. Yes. You are part of the story. I'm helping us build our bonds. Yeah, because when I when when me and Nadia uh, met, we just was at a director's. Thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, like a little kickback like for a, a director. Yeah, dinners. And nowhere in a mat in a million years we would think like what a year later we yeah. whatever we'll be doing something together. So oh. thank you for being a part of the journey. Yeah, <laughs> and getting oh, us on the straight. Oh my pad. god, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, we appreciate you. Oh my pleasure. I'm I'm glad to. You're, you're thank you it's good to be appreciated <laughs> um, what what i was gonna say some some i guess words some closing words yeah i would say continue to work together do not innate do not allow outside forces to separate or to interject their opinions too much what you have is natural and free-flowing mm -hmm. allow it to be childlike always mm -hmm. because then that's how you're going to receive the clarity and the transmissions essentially that you need to continue what you're doing mm -hmm. if it works it works while you are more authentic in yourself you'll attract more authentic things to you mm -hmm. you also attract shadow things to you too but those are all tests mm -hmm. you know no one's truly evil there are no evil people. There are only dark intentions. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, because it depends on where people operate from. Yes. Right. Well, yeah, Some right. people operate from places of worry, fear, or lack. Like, oh my God, there isn't enough. Remember, the power is this way, not this way again. Okay. <laughs> so, if you can do it, it's inverted. All powers from the center and projected yeah. outwards, not all from the outwards going more outwards and then running um, a, a limitation. Right, right. Never believe in, never believe in limitation and don't, do not ask for money. Ask for what you want with the money and the money will find you. That's how it always works. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. We, me and Nadia always said like, when it's, this is fun for us. When it's right. not coming, becoming fun anymore, then we just not going to do it. Cause we yeah. want to make sure our friendship is first and being right. fun first. Yes. And if Nadia is sick, that means we're not filming. I'm not filming by myself. <laughs> no way goes on by myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if I'm sick, no. like, or she can't go. No, no. It was, it's always going to be the duo for speaker right. box right. podcast, period. Wherever it's speaker funny box because goes. I do feel like we were sisters before. Really? Yeah. Even the way we read each other, I do. I do. See it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys are vibrating with a lot of similar energy. Just like seeing, like, let me see, let me see. Nadia has definitely more like red and yellow in her aura, and you have more like bluish in your aura, blue and purple. So I feel like you guys complement each other with. Mm -hmm with like the even the colors you guys need people only track each other when one has the other mm -hmm. and they complement each other if that makes sense because mm -hmm. i'm just looking at your auras right now and you have a lot of yellow you have a lot of like blue and 
purple. It's really interesting. <laughs> thank like, you so much for having me. I look forward to talking you. to you guys. Thank in the you. We want people to tell you. Tell yes, them how can they find you? Yeah, you know, we're you. always like sharing, you know, your wealth oh. of knowledge and who you are and stuff. So we want to keep doing that. Right, right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So like, you know, I do a lot of different modalities. I do energy work and Reiki and healing and stuff like that. Obviously, because of COVID, I'm not really doing too much one-on-one Reikis. Although once a month, I do meet up at Chinatown Soup. I'm still there. Inbox me, Danichi Lazuli, D-A-I-N-I-C-H-I underscore L-A-Z-U-L-I. That's my Instagram. And um, every day I talk about various subjects from Viking runes, free information. I give a lot of free education. I talk about numerology, tarot card videos, the symbolism in tarot. Um, You could check out my stuff. It's completely free. Of course, if you want a reading, it's always 35 for 15 minutes because it's it's a lot to go through. Um, I would do uh, astrology, numerology, tarot. It doesn't matter. I could give you some guided meditations from various perspectives. I could talk about orisha with you i can talk about christianity i could talk about angels with you whatever you want to discuss whatever you feel comfortable you know um definitely you can reach out to me um and then i read all the time i post it on my stories every day what time i'm reading it's usually from 2 30 to 7 30 eastern and i work every day i know it sounds crazy but i actually like it it really makes me happy i love to help you take care of yourself right as long as you're doing yeah it's all about self-care and wellness as yeah. long as you're you know yeah I read for five hours a day. I read for five hours a day. Okay. And, and I just, I'm on the phone reading people all over the world, you know, and I really enjoy it. It doesn't drain me. If you do what you love, it's not going to drain you. If you do what someone else wants you to do, it's going to drain the hell out of you, you know? Gems. So <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you by so the much. way, we have a bunch of people here listening. So you, you just gave everybody oh. some gems with yes. your power. They're so happy. Yes. They're part of the team, so amazing team. So, yeah. 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 Nice, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, and I look forward to meeting all of you guys or reading for you guys in the future or just talking or chatting. I'm, I'm pretty yes. cool. I talk about various things. No judgments. I'm, I'm pro everything for the most part. You know, I don't really – I just don't see – I don't see myself different from you and I don't believe you're different from me. And I don't believe we're separate from God. That's just, that's just how I see the world. You know, like it's, it really liberates me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you might have, and then tomorrow you don't have, but then if you have enough, give to someone who might need it. Sometimes that's your test. It's like, it's like, I don't know if you have, you have, there are people who don't have and people who have, there are givers and there are takers. And then there are those in between who are receiving from both sides and it's okay. But you really need to start just viewing the world like it's one big simulation of God experiencing itself through different vessels. That's all it is. If you understand that I'm God and you're God and she's God and we're God, how can you have hatred in you? How can you have anger? Those feelings will naturally just fall away. Mm, But with that knowing, you know, Mm. that's where we're trying to get. Mm. And that's why I do interface to try to bridge those little gaps. Great job. (laughs) Thank you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I always say, Imhotep, God and goddess bless you. Oh, bless you. Shalom. Bless you too. Shalom.